0: This, 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 this this is mythical.
1: What's the best sparkling water? The sport crew says they have the answer. Check out their ranking of the best sparkling waters on the market, flavored or not.
0: Tortillas are the best thing since sliced bread, especially considering America bought more tortillas than sliced white bread back in 2010. But not all tortillas were created equal. There's a war brewing under the floppy surface, and you got to choose a side. Flour or corn. This is A Hot Dog is a Sandwich.
1: Ketchup is a smoothie.
0: Yeah, I put ice in my cereal, so what? That
1: makes no sense. A
0: hot dog is a sandwich.
1: A hot dog is a sandwich.
0: (laughs) What? Welcome to our podcast, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich, the show where we break down the world's biggest food debates. I'm your host, Josh Scherer.
1: And I'm your host, Nicole Hendizade.
0: And today we're joined by comedian and actor Gabriel Iglesias, known for his shows I'm Not Fat, I'm Fluffy, and Hot and Fluffy, as well as co-starring roles in the Magic Mike movies, He's one of America's most successful stand-up comedians, performing to sold-out concerts around the world and over 19 million fans across social media. He executive produces and stars in his own Netflix comedy series, Mr. Iglesias, where he plays a high school teacher working at his alma mater to help students reach their full potential. His hilarious sense of humor and Southern California roots make us eager to discuss tortillas together. Welcome, Gabriel. Hello! You could have just said he's a he's a Mexican dude who likes to
2: eat. We're <laughs> going to talk about food. And I would have been happy with that.
0: Hey man, wait, hold up. Okay, okay. That So that was like our official bio, right? That's like the approved by outside people bio. We, we copy and pasted from your website. But the real reason we wanted to have you on uh, is a bit that you did when you were doing a show in El Paso, Texas. And you were talking about Chico's Tacos. <laughs> That's the real reason I would have you on. Do you do you know what I'm talking about with Chico's Tacos? Yes, yeah. Uh, and, and Chico's
2: Tacos is is a very much an El Paso thing. Uh, you know, every every city has their their go to spot, and Chico's Tacos is an El Paso thing all the way. I don't classify it as like l- legit Mexican food, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mexican Mexican food. It's mm. more so like, ah, you know, we're gonna we're gonna play with this and see what happens, kind of a deal. Like a, if someone said, "What's a good Mexican restaurant in El Paso?" I could recommend a bunch of others. But chicos is more so like it's late, I'm drunk, I've mm-hmm. got eight dollars. What do you want to do? <laughs>
1: Those are the best spots. And, yeah.
0: There's there's too much like shredded yellow cheese on top of that to like really classify it as like traditional Mexican food.
2: Well, it's like they 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 they, they put stuff in a tortilla, they fry it, then they uh, pour like soup on it, and then they <laughs> put cheese. There's like all kinds of different food, Mexican food thrown together. And it's, yeah, it is. uh, I tell people,
0: it's the only time I've ever been able to drink a taco. (laughs) So
1: um, (laughs) That's amazing.
0: It's funny you mention that because, like, I mean, in in L.A., we have Tito's Tacos, which Tito's Tacos, I mean, kind of the same deal, right? It's that, like, crispy fried corn tortilla. It's got that shredded beef inside, all that yellow cheese. And then the salsa that they got is just so watery that you can basically drink it. It's It's like a gazpacho salsa. You know, but it's delicious, and like you said, you're drunk. You got eight bucks. You go to Tito's Tacos.
2: Yeah, and, and here's a here's a good rule of thumb too. Uh, if you want real legit Mexican food, uh, it, the restaurant either has wheels under it or no permit. Mm,
0: correct. Yes.
2: Correct. Yeah. If, if if when you get out of your car, if if you're concerned for your safety, <laughs> or if your car's still gonna be there when you get back. That's when you know. That's better than a Yelp review. That's when oh you know God. the restaurant is that good. Like it's so good, I'm willing to risk my life and this new car that I, you know, don't know if I could pay for. The safer the restaurant, the worse the food.
0: Yo, having been to that vegan Mexican restaurant in the nicest part of West Hollywood, Gracias Madre. Oh, I've been before. Uh, Nah, man, nah. That's not. Th- that's not th- the vibe you, don't you want. Go I mean, there's for the there's food. no flavor. You
1: go to look at you, people. It's, it's <laughs> right? was West Hollywood for a reason. You go to go look at all the beautiful people. The food is secondary, tertiary when it comes to
2: Gracias Madre. And, and, and by the way, uh, the word of, uh, vegan and Mexican restaurant don't go
0: together. <laughs>
1: Thank you. <Huh>? <laughs>
0: I, I found that out when I spent eighty bucks at Gracias Madre for yeah. some cashew cheese. That's like having a diet Twinkie. It just, it just does not. It just does not. No, don't Hold do on. that. There's a market for diet Twinkies. I think we... Okay, okay. We, we got to get We got to get to the topic at hand, the whole thing we're discussing. So you're talking a lot about legit Mexican food versus non-legit Mexican food. And there is a stigma attached to flour tortillas that they are not legit Mexican food. Although, like, the historical accuracy of that is totally up for debate. But I'm curious, Gabriel, your stance right now, corn versus flour tortillas, what are you taking?
2: Well, if you're from the motherland, you, you more than likely are going to go for corn tortillas, mm-hmm. which is traditional. Yeah. But see, I was born here, and I grew up having both. And, uh... Yeah, flour for me. I I prefer flour for quesadillas. I prefer flour for a burrito, but for a straight up taco, uh, yeah, corn. Corn is the way to go.
0: Interesting That's because it, de- it depends on what I'm gonna eat. Okay, at what point do you prefer, like, corn to flour? Because you're right, like, there are so many things that a flour tortilla can do that a corn tortilla can't do. Mainly bend, right? Like, corn tortillas, they can't bend because they don't got the gluten structures in them. Mm -mm, I'm getting all scientific on you with the gluten structures. But like you said, like, quesadillas, flour, burritos, flour. But what about tacos? Like, are there tacos where you prefer flour tortillas over corn?
2: I'll tell you right now, I had a taco two days ago There was a a chef that's – He's known for making uh, fish tacos. That's his thing, Mm. and he made me a swordfish taco on a flour tortilla. And um, I didn't know that they made the flour tortillas that same size. It was like it was (laughs) taco, the little street taco size, yeah. And 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 by the way, that's another thing too. The reason why I prefer flour tortillas is they're bigger, and you can do more. Mm -hmm. The quesadilla, you don't got to make eight little ones. (laughs) You can make two big ones. You know, same thing with a burrito. You can't, you know, you can't really roll up those uh,
0: the, the corn ones. Wait, who's who's the chef you're talking about? Because I mean, we're we're all. Where are you podcasting from? Are you in Long Beach? I'm
2: in Long Beach. Nice.
0: Who's a who's the uh, chef? his name? Sh- chef West. Uh, I can actually look up his whole thing. Just, all I know him as Chef West. <laughs> P- please look him up. I mean, we can save it for later. But I'm I'm really curious. I mean, we're we're like always on on the hunt in LA for the best tacos.
1: Always. Which
0: like for sure influences our decisions. Nicole, I'm curious about for you because sure. I don't know if we've ever like talked about this casually. <sighs>
1: You know, I do love a good corn tortilla. I love a good fresh corn tortilla as much as the next person. But for me, it's always been flour. Just because it's accessible, it's easy. And the flavor of the flour tortilla does not compete with what's inside of my little vessel. Albeit a burrito, a taco, a quesadilla, whatever it is. Whoa, sometimes it, it ain't
0: got to cor- compete, though. It can accent. The corn can accent.
1: Sometimes, let me tell you, sometimes the corn... Does not accent for me. The first thing I taste is corn. And the last thing I taste is Mm. corn. Not that that's a bad Mm. thing all the time. I like it. I enjoy it. But I prefer flour because it's a little bit more muted. And that way I can taste the beef better that way I can taste the salsa better that way I can taste the cheese better that's how I feel that's my stamps. I do love corn and I respect corn but I like flour just a little bit more
2: I'm there with you I found him uh, what, What's his name? who is he? I found him uh, if you go to Instagram uh, look uh-huh. under DJ West. I think he had an, uh, another career choice in the beginning and then said uh, <laughs> I'm clearly not mixing these records the way they should be mixed let me try tacos nice. uh, he's got over 14,000 followers his name is Wesley Avila Wesley
0: Avila of Guerrilla Tacos He's uh yeah I've uh I've had his food a uh, ton of times man he okay awesome he started with a freaking taco truck like you said the best best tacos are coming in on wheels
2: so yeah so uh, we we did a little thing together the other day uh that's gonna be coming up pretty soon on on, on I don't even know what streaming service <laughs> but he uh, he he made me some amazing swordfish tacos on flour tortillas mm-hmm. And I was very much like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Because when, when he told me we we're going to use flour, you know, I love flour tortillas, but I also know that tacos, I always go corn. And mm-hmm. I'm so like, whoa, 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 whoa. And then I started judging him like I was from the mother and I'm like, what is this? This is a disgrace. What are you thinking? And then I bit the taco and I'm like, oh my God, this is so freaking good.
0: Yeah. Well, dude, I mean, there's there's uh, one, Nicole, thank you for speaking your truth. Gabriel, thank you for also speaking your truth. Thank you for being vulnerable with me about your tortilla uh, <laughs> <laughs> choices. But no, uh, I mean, there there are a couple of chefs. Chef, Chef Wesley Avila, I mean, he's absolutely fantastic. Um, I mean, there are there's another dude, uh, Ray Garcia. He owns a spot called BS Taqueria in Broken Spanish. Um, yep. There's uh, people like Carlos Salgado at Taco Maria. There are these chefs, and especially they're Mexican-American chefs that grew up in California who grew up in these sort of fine dining kitchens who are now, like, raising the bar on tortillas, both flour and corn, so, so much. So we're getting, like, the best, dopest product that I've ever had before, because I grew up, I grew up eating like I don't know what you could probably just call white people tacos, right? Like with the El Paso stand-in stuff, you know the hard taco shells that you buy. Yes, you, you don't heat them up, you leave them stale, you put in like the the seasoned ground beef with the Ortega taco seasoning in it. And so that's the stuff I grew up eating or the mission flour tortillas. But now, I mean, like, Nicole, we just have in the kitchen right now, like, heirloom, organic, stone-ground, nixtamalized blue corn tortillas where you taste the notes of toasted corn. Mm-hmm. And then also thinking about, like, our friends at Burritos La Palma, which, oh Gabriel, I don't gosh. know if you've been, man. Burritos La Palma. There's one in Santa Ana and there's one in El Monte. Unreal. To me, single greatest flour tortilla in L.A. It's my single favorite bite of food. They do the chicharron guisado burritos and they do like the birria de res as well and it's like unbelievable and so my heart says flour because of people like burritos of palma and sonora town you get that beautiful stretchy chew but then in my head i'm like corn tortillas been around for ten thousand years you know they were offered up as like gifts to the gods you know and then flour tortillas (laughs) you know kind of came in through colonial uh, colonization all that and so i don't know it feels weird for me you know, especially as a white dude who grew up eating El Paso stand and stuff taco shells to say flour are better. So I don't know. So man. let me let me tell you the 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 food
2: also uh, uh, one thing that has a lot to do with it is the um, I guess the uh, the guilt that comes with it. Like mm-hmm. you know,
1: mm-hmm. the,
2: yeah, let's say sure. you're at a you're, you go to a Mexican <laughs> restaurant, you you place your order. I yeah. want this, that, the other thing, and then they ask you. Um, what kind of tortillas would you like? <laughs> and depending on the waiter, you know, if you have a white waiter, he's like, "What kind of tortillas do you want?" You know, you, you say corn, you say flour, not a big deal. Mm-hmm. He writes it down, and then he brings you what he brings you. However, if you ha- if your server is like is like Mexican Mexican from the motherland, mm-hmm. and they ask you, you know, what uh, what kind of tortillas would you like? You know, or they'll say in Spanish, "Qué clase de tortillas?" Yeah, you know. And if and if you say flour, if you say flour, there's a little bit of <laughs> <laughs> like there's a there's the a there's down. a feeling you the can tell you are you're, you're, you're yeah. in- instantly you're instantly judged mm-hmm. for asking for flour tortillas, you know because like, like fine <laughs> like like you know it was a test it's always a test yeah. when you whenever they ask you that question
0: yeah that's that's, for sure. that's- that's how i feel i feel that guilt when i'm ordering el pollo loco on an app man when i order my grilled chicken <laughs> at el pollo loco which one el pollo loco is an authentic mexican restaurant they started in mexico they moved to america later it's delicious pollo <laughs> al carbon anyways when i order from the app and it says corner flour tortillas i don't want the app to think that i'm like a colonizer getting flour tortillas so i'm like no, no 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 el pollo loco via postmates I want the authentic stuff. And so I feel like, like <laughs> honestly, silly. there there are bigger meanings behind all of this. And, and, and by the way, uh,
2: Mexicans don't really consider Pollo Loco to be Mex- a Mexican <laughs> restaurant. It's just a, it's just a restaurant that sells chicken that has a lot of Mexican employees at it.
0: <laughs> makes sense. That makes sense.
1: I do love that you know. Pollo cause they, Loco. Because they
2: will. They, uh, I will tell you, the po- Pollo Loco and maybe a couple of little smaller chains, they'll offer you salsa. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm. They'll offer
2: you salsa <laughs> or they'll have certain menu items and yeah. you're like, oh, okay. They sell churros here as a dessert, and uh, I'm sure a lot of it has to do with the price point because churros are cheap to make. Yeah,
1: very cheap to make and cheap to buy in large quantities.
0: And and the salsas at the El Pollo Loco, I do gotta admit, they are pretty hit or miss.
1: Yeah, it's water. It's, <laughs> it's tomato water. water.
0: They're watering down the salsa to hit the margins, yeah. and I respect that. It's it's the devil's bar- bargain that I play, and I'm fine with it.
2: For example, I I, uh, I prefer uh, Del Tacos. Uh, Del Scorcho Mm -hmm. hot sauce over over Pollo Loco's salsa. And, you know, it's like, really? But it's a a better kick for me in the the taco. It is, man. And I don't consider Del Taco a Mexican restaurant either. Just FYI. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's just, it's open. It's open at 2 a.m. I don't have to get out of my car. I am very safe.
0: I, I once, okay, well, I mean, agreed about everything Del Taco. Because, I mean, Nicole and I both grew up in, in Southern California. We did, uh, yeah. Del Taco was like the only thing near me that was open 24 hours. So, you know, you're, you're like a 17-year-old kid. You know, you pile with all your friends at one in the morning. And you go in to get the 59-cent chicken soft tacos served on just the most plasticky flour tortilla that sticks to the roof of your mouth when you eat it. And they got that the white mayonnaise sauce on it. Yeah, but it's good though. It's good though. <laughs>
1: yeah. But also, there's something about that plasticky, like uh, I call it a wavy tortilla, because there's so much BS in it that you just moves like a wave whenever you fold it around. There's something so nostalgic about that taste, that Mission Flower tortilla taste <sighs> for me. I don't know what it is. It's just mm. so nostalgic. It's like me making a quesadilla when I come home from school. Mm-hmm. That is that flavor, and that structure of, of gluten or whatever you want to call it is just so familiar to me which is why I think I prefer it to corn most of the time. You know what I mean?
2: That's the nostalgia yeah, I Yeah, I, I grew up with the same thing, the same, the packs yeah. of either the Mission Flower tortillas mm-hmm. or whatever they sold at the Mexican market. They, yeah. They had their, the pack of tortillas that just said tortillas and blue <laughs> writing and I'm like, all right.
1: <laughs> yeah, I recently got and my mom into tortillas, actually corn tortillas because I buy them now because I, I like to have them. Breakfast tacos, belong on corn tortillas can we all agree on that oh
0: not even a little bit no that's one of what? the few things that i think it strictly belong on flour tortillas whoa whoa whoa
1: whoa wait, wait wait breakfast talk- what are you so, okay. talking about okay. mr man well, i'm okay
0: <laughs> i'm not trying to start anything here i'm just taking it back nicole i'm shocked but no so i mean this this comes down to a big regional thing right like growing uh-huh. up in SoCal. Breakfast burritos, for me, are where it's at. Nicole, we've talked. You like tacos. I'm typically a burrito guy. But I I love the big honking breakfast burritos just chocked Mm -hmm. full of, like, hash browns, or even use the tater tots straight out of the bag. To me, that's the absolute best. But then breakfast tacos, that's a big Texas tradition. And they make them on those, like, thick, puffy Tex-Mex flour tortillas, which is why Mm -hmm. I typically, I don't really mess with Texas breakfast tacos because I'm a SoCal breakfast burrito guy.
2: Yeah, uh, Texas definitely has a a different way of doing things. I do love Tex-Mex, though. Mm -hmm. Uh, I actually prefer Tex-Mex over traditional Mexican food.
0: Interesting.
2: That's a shame. Nice. Uh, You know, whether it's a breakfast taco or taco in the afternoon or taco Mm. at night. uh, (laughs) Yeah. The the, the consistent, it's like having three regular tortillas fused (laughs) into one and then they they shrink the size of it and you could just, yeah, you you could put anything in it. So whether it's, and and by the way, some of the best breakfast tacos I've ever had were at a gas station in Texas. Uh, Gas stations are the go-to. There's a, there's a lot of different, like the Laredo Taco Company, Mm. amazing Uh, gas station tacos and you wouldn't think that's where you'd find them but there's lines outside the door like yeah yeah can i get 50 on pump four (gasps) and you're
0: like oh shoot okay
1: (laughs) gotta go to texas Um, gotta go to texas strictly for the for the gas station the gas
0: station tacos man i've had the gas station tacos in oklahoma and i'm I'm, i can't remember the company but i think i know exactly what you're talking about we got there at like 6 a.m it was. It was just in this gas station. It might have been a Bucky's. I can't really remember what what the big change. They, they got a few different
2: ones. Yeah, like a red stripe. Uh, uh, God, I'm trying to think of some of the other ones. It's been a while since I've been there. I haven't been
0: out in about a year. Yeah. Oh, did something happen about a year ago <laughs> that would prevent you from? Doing? I don't know. Just you know, just been staying home a lot we yeah. saving toilet paper no reason we're hoping this podcast is evergreen so people into you know like they don't want to hear about the pandemic they don't want to hear we're all just having fun eating tacos out there no i always ration toilet paper <laughs> <laughs> i've been hoarding for you for... for you for you actually no nicole nicole just bought me wet wipes because that's the uh that's the type of relationship we have as co-workers that's
1: that's the kind of co-host i am gabriel <laughs>
0: wet wipes are amazing but then you get the environmental people that will come after you oh no it's like you
2: can't you can't enjoy anything anymore it's like you know it's like oh shoot all right i don't even that's
0: a whole different guilt i'm just gonna get the arrowhead water bottles with the sport tip so you can squeeze it that's what i'm gonna start doing that's like a ghetto bidet yeah Yeah. i'm all for it uh it's an efficient bidet it's cost effective and i'll reuse the same bottle it's fine as long as you don't let the tip touch Anyways, what we're talking about, we're, we're talking about gas station tacos. <laughs> yeah, no, dude, I've had those exact ones. Uh, it's at 6 in the morning in Oklahoma in, like, a county where they didn't sell alcohol. so Or they mm-hmm. didn't sell cold beer, even though we we're trying to go to a tailgate for an Oklahoma football game. And so, like, I went to this gas station. All the coolers were just turned off because uh, they had to sell warm beer to try and prevent people from drinking it. I don't know, but I remember oh. having a brisket breakfast taco At there as I drank uh, a warm 40 of malt liquor uh, in six in the morning and it was absolutely fantastic. So that's right. I mean, they got, they're like tortilla products that they got elsewhere that we don't got here. And so Mm -hmm. there could be a cultural regional bias between all of our answers.
2: That's
1: a very good point.
0: Yeah.
2: No, you'll definitely, and like, for example, um, barbacoa uh, here in in, in California, it's more of a a soup, whereas Mm -hmm. in Texas, that's like, you know, more uh, dry meat. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like the same meat, but like one goes in a taco, one goes in a soup.
0: Yeah. Well, it's funny the way, the way people talk about, you know, Mexican food is quote unquote authentic or not authentic. Like flour tortillas, I mean, they're still dating back 500 years in Mexico. So in, you know, like, uh, the Baja, you know, Baja, California and in Sonora, like flour tortillas are really big. I mean, you go to to Juarez and you'll get big old burritos, you know, served in a flour tortilla, obviously, but I mean, flour tortillas They're like 300 years older than the foundation of America, you know, so like this sort of like and they put down roots and also, you know, (laughs) Texas, California, Arizona, New Mexico, places where flour tortillas are big were just Mexico 150 years ago. You know, and so like these these foods have like super deep roots, which is why like people always say this thing. They go, Taco Bell isn't really Mexican. I like how I'm, I'm a white guy and I'm using <laughs> a white person voice to say this. I don't know. Bear I with me. I didn't want to say anything, yeah, but cool. I could just use my normal voice because I'm that I'm that person. <laughs> but anyways, people say Taco Bell isn't real Mexican food. It's Tex Mex, and it's like <laughs> even if you don't want it's to, not even it's not even Tex Mex. Te- Tex Mex is a real thing, and Tex Mex has all these yeah. dishes like uh, like you're talking about. Or like car- I remember the first time I had carne guisada. And that was the first, like, regional Tex-Mex dish I had. I had it in College Station, Texas. I was at Texas A&M for a track and field meat, and I ate two pounds of carne de guisada before a track and field meat. Uh, and it was the best breakfast I've, like, ever had. And it was on those thick, puffy flour tortillas. So that's a case. Exactly. Yeah. And
2: you won't, you won't find that in California mm-hmm. or anywhere else. Texas. It's very specific to Texas.
1: Why don't we bring it?
2: uh well i i I know that there used to be some texas uh style restaurants like real real like from san antonio Mm -hmm. there there was a a restaurant in west covina many years ago called taste of texas okay and i had a buddy of mine who came to visit me from san antonio and he goes man he goes i can't find my food out here and i go i think i know a place and he goes this place is legit and it's because the owner was from san antonio Mm -hmm. so he would order two pork guisada tacos and then he'd order a um, uh, a brisket taco, mm-hmm. and then he order some uh, a, a bean and cheese taco with guacamole, and then he'd finish it off with a big red. Yes, a big red is like their version of a of a Coke. Okay, it's a, okay, it's it's a it's it's a soda. It's a it's ten thousand calories in a bottle. <laughs> nice. It's it's pretty awesome. It's uh, you know, it's big red. It's it's you know.
1: I've never heard of big I'm learning so much
0: yeah you gotta go Google big red uh, I will. soda after Google this, I'll big red definitely soda that's it up wait that's very specific Gabriel how how would you describe the flavor of big red I'm cu- I'm curious if you got an answer. it's man it's like a, a,
2: a, a mixture of it's like a it's like a Fanta you know mm-hmm. it's like very uh, fruity uh-huh uh but at the same time it's like it, it there's no it doesn't taste like a, a, a cola it's not like a mountain dew it's not like it's just, I don't even know. It's like a, more is it fruity? fruity? I was oh hoping God. you'd have an answer. I'm
1: going to buy a case on Amazon and I'll let you know what the flavor yeah. notes are.
2: Big red, big red soda. Big so, red soda. You, know, you, you got you it. You order some breakfast tacos at the gas station and you finish it off with a big red.
1: Nice.
0: Yeah. I mean, so everything, everything with tortillas, it's, it's so like context dependent, right? Depending yeah. on like where you go. Cause like you said, like those Texas tacos, they don't taste right in corn tortillas. You know, but then likewise, I don't know if you get uh, like, you know, I mean, we grew up going to the taco trucks in L.A. Like Leo's tacos going there at 2 a.m. And you get like, you know, the al pastor shaved right off the spit, you know, and then kind of finished in its own grease and put right into the corn tortilla. That wouldn't taste not only would that not taste right on a flour tortilla, that wouldn't taste right on like a nice corn tortilla. You know, you you need that like the. So y'all talked about the tortillas you grew up eating. I grew up Mm -hmm. eating. My dad worked at a 99 cent store in Oceanside, California. And they sold the Guerrero 30 packs of tortillas for 99 cents. So that's three cents per tortilla. And so like my go-to snack growing up, you'd take the tortilla and you'd wrap it around a hot dog and then you'd griddle it off in a <laughs> pan until it's a little bit crispy and you would dip it in ketchup. And so for me, that's like the nostalgic flavor is mm-hmm. that like griddle toasted Guerrero corn tortilla that, you know, costs less than a penny to manufacture because they're cutting it with all kinds of stuff. But it's so nostalgic, and I really love that. That's funny. You've made, like, five references already that sound like you're talking about drugs. (laughs) Like, earlier, you're like, yeah,
2: this is a certain kind of product that I like. And I'm like, ooh. And right now, they cut it with something else. I'm like, man... I think he has another podcast that he's not talking yeah. about. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying you're the one interpreting it, man. I'm just saying words out here. Put that on yourself. You know, they, these are key words. I've been I've been uh, I've been watching all these Netflix uh, documentaries. There's a new one called Dope, and so there's like 10, <laughs> oh 10 episodes, and all I keep hearing is product and it's cut <laughs> with and, and in order to make a better profit and a better product. And I'm just yeah. like ooh, right now that you're mentioning though, cutting like mixing certain uh, uh, elements in order yeah. to make the the uh, uh, mm-hmm. a specific kind of tortilla. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have. Ever been to New Mexico, uh, I've had Mexican Native American fusion type uh oh. they, they have a few restaurants out there wow. like that when they and they have a um, fry bread. Mm-hmm. Native I've fry bread. But
1: I've seen it and I've heard of it.
2: It's like a tortilla and uh and, and and pita bread had a baby. Yeah. That's, That's kind of the best great. way I can describe it. And uh yeah, they'll, they they don't care. They'll make it small, they'll make it big, but it's uh, native fry bread is really, really good.
0: Yeah, man, I uh, one of my best friends growing up was Navajo and uh, his the first time I ever had menudo was actually from his dad because I mean, so many like, you know, native people in that region obviously have like roots in, in Mexico. And so the first time I had menudo was with fry bread uh, and it was like fan freaking fantastic getting that spicy broth soaked up in that crispy bread and that was just like an experience that I'll never forget. Like you said, man, we're not even limited to corn versus flour. There's just a whole world like you're thinking of, I'm thinking about like Tacos base, right? It's literally like Lebanese immigrants in Mexico in the 1800s tried to like- re- Everyone has their version of a tortilla, Everyone basically. hundred percent, man. Maybe yeah. the best tortilla is, is Lavash from, from, you know, like the Levant area. You know, maybe it's, it's yeah. John Bing from China. Maybe that's the best tortilla.
2: Tortillas have spread around the world and I think that's beautiful. Because like when I went to India, they have
0: the the naan bread. Mm -hmm. The naan bread is so freaking good. So good. And that's pretty much like a San Antonio tortilla, you know? Like it's got the same (laughs) structure. Exactly. You know what? (laughs) It all just
2: keeps circulating. But to answer the age old question, flour, corn, I'm still going
0: flour. Mm. Nicole, have you been- I'm with you.
1: No, no, no. I'm with him, man. I'm with him. My heart says one thing, my brain sees it and says another. <laughs> but when I come together and I really break it down, really, really, really break it down, it has to be flour.
0: I'm I'm trying to think of the best taco experiences I've ever had. I'm trying to think about like if there is one discernible, you know, experience that I can I can take over another one that would explain this. I'm thinking about my favorite flour tortilla that I've ever had. That's Burritos La Palma. Sonora yeah. Town is a close second. Low Key does good ones in L.A. as well. But Burritos La Palma, you said that,
2: which is the one that's in Santa Ana, so I can actually I'm gonna I <laughs> wanna I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna document this one here burritos la palma
1: it's so good burritos
2: la palma in in santa ana mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's correct okay i don't i don't know i don't know very many safe places in santa ana i got family out there <laughs> so <laughs> something tells me this restaurant's legit hey
0: that's man it's orange county it's safe Ta- ta- no, tacos a palma? Uh, burritos. burritos. Why did I palma? say it with an accent? Like you'd freaking. why did I do that? Anyways, uh, but then there's also some fantastic corn experience I've had at, at Broken Spanish. Ray Garcia was doing this like Alta California cuisine taco where he's doing clams in whipped lardo. And like he mm. specifically put that on there on this extra toasted blue corn tortilla where like yeah. the corn was an actual character of the dish. And that was such an incredible experience. And so I don't know how to weigh those two. I'd like to think that the ceiling of a corn tortilla is higher, but the floor is also lower.
2: So mm-hmm. I've had some
0: bad corn tortillas, you know, like you get the, uh, the ones that are, that are just like kind of brittle and dry and don't taste like anything, you know, especially when they're not cooked right. So I don't know. I, I'm not going to take a stance. This is maybe the first time that I, I won't take a stance because I love both of them so much. That's special. Ah, never mind. Corn. Corn wins. I'm taking it. Corn. <laughs> Screw it. You both had flour. I need to give corn a win. Fine. Nice.
1: <laughs> Fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, Nicole and Gabriel, we've heard what you and I have to say. Now it's time to find out what other wacky ideas are rattling out there in the Twitterverse. It's time for a segment we call... Opinions, Opinions are, are like, like casseroles! casseroles. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> all right, all right, all right. First up, we got at Bulky Sam. As a Texan, I've gotten over Whataburger versus In-N-Out. I've only tried the latter once, but it was at a Texas location. I will say, though, Shake Shack lived up to the hype. Got Shake Shack versus In-N-Out versus Whataburger.
1: Okay, I don't have a dog in this fight because I've never had Whataburger, so I'm just gonna...
2: Shake Shack versus In-N-Out versus Whataburger. Uh, there's there's no comparison, okay? You can you can compare In-N-Out and Whataburger all day. Now, I mean, I've been to Texas a million times. I consider Texas to be a second home. I've spent many late nights at whataburger uh whataburger has uh, an incredible menu you can eat breakfast you can have lunch you can have dinner it's big big menu big menu uh shake shack is not part of the same conversation Mm -hmm. shake shack meant that the guy didn't have money for whataburger that's that's what i think is, is going on there or he can't find a whataburger or shake shack is across the street shake shack is 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 okay but to compare uh, to p- try to put it in the league of Whataburger In-N-Out, no, there's, no you can't do that. No, nah, 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 no, no. That's like trying to put uh, a Weber's bread in, in a conversation about corn flour tortilla. It just does <laughs> not
0: belong. <laughs> I agree with that. Plus, Shake-, Shake Shack's like four times the price of any of these spots. I grew up on In-N-Out. I love In-N-Out. I've been to Whataburger probably a half dozen times just traveling through Texas To me, the quality doesn't live up. Like you said, Whataburger, it's got the great menu. I love their, like, their Chipotle uh, patty melt sauce that they do. Yeah, they they got that spicy ketchup, too. Yeah, and the spicy ketchup. Like, I like that stuff. But to me, Whataburger, quality-wise, is on the same level as Jack in the Box, which is a regional California thing. And I I mess with Jack in the Box. I like me a good Jack in the Box. I like the breakfast Jack. Uh, But to me, Whataburger, the quality doesn't compare to In-N-Out. But I'm also biased.
2: Also, In N Out is very specific to a burger. It's yes. it's not mm-hmm. it's it's not 20 different things, you know. And anytime you focus on one specific thing, you're probably gonna do that much better. Whereas if you spread, you know, yourself mm-hmm. too thin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the the if we're talking about just the burger itself, definitely in and out all day, every day. It's it's always fresh, it's always crisp. The cheese, everything about the, the burger is is incredible. But if you want variety and um, you know, I, I could eat at Whataburger every day, whereas In N Out. <laughs> Two three days max, unless there's influence, and then I can continue to go. But that's a different, uh, a different conversation. Yeah. Um, but yeah.
1: All right. Our next opinion is by Colorful TFO. One jerky is just meat raisin.
2: <laughs> jerky is just meat raisin. Uh huh.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know what you. <laughs> <laughs> I, go for on. some reason, that would sound so much better in an accent. You know, <laughs> jerky is just meat raisin.
0: What is this? <laughs> now I get it.
1: You want me to do my mom's accent really quick? Jerky is just meat raisin. Just go. meat raisin. Yeah, there you go. It's like
0: someone discovering it for the first time. Like, oh.
1: Yeah,
2: you, t- you, take all, you you took all the moisture out of it and that's what you get. Yeah. So that actually makes sense.
0: Yeah. I can't argue it. That's I what agree. I'm saying. Yeah. Jerky's a meat raisin. This is incontrovertible truth. You, yes. <laughs> you nailed it and it's a good thing. I agree. All right. At Will C. Pitt. Crab salad on pork rinds is a great low carb snack. Uh, crab salad, uh, you know what? I, I'm a
2: big, a big fan of imitation crab.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, it's sir. And, uh,
2: just, I, I love imitation crab more than I love real crab. Mm-hmm. Like I'm one of those guys that would go to uh, uh, go to Sizzler. They, ha- they used to have a salad bar, and they'd have the little. The little seafood blend, and it was mostly, you know, it's it's imitation crab. Oh, but and, they got uh, the little
0: carrot I, shreds in it too. I you're talking about. The, the
2: little, the, you know, I'd always I'd always push all that stuff to the side, <laughs> and I go straight. I, I'm that guy that would mess up the the display. You know, I just pull out all the all the, the the imitation crab, and I'd leave all the other whatever is in it on the side. Yeah, I, I, I ooh that that would I, that sounds really good on
0: pork rinds. And yes, it's very keto, I guess <laughs> if uh, if you want to say that. Mm-hmm. It ain't kosher. Wait, I'm curious about your Sizzler buffet strategy. What, what is your strategy to, to hit a Sizzler Buffet? Because I got thoughts.
2: Uh, Sizzler Buffet, man, uh, first of all, I miss it. Um, Sizzler Buffet, uh, I know they say it's a salad bar, mm. but man, I think I think lettuce is the last thing that wound <laughs> up on that plate. Uh, they'd, have, they'd have the really good, uh, they had the little taco station, they'd have the, the chicken wing station, mm-hmm. uh, pasta station, and then, uh, you know, soups, and, and then, so i do that round first, and then mm-hmm. in the end, I'd add a little corner with some lettuce. <laughs> And, uh, you know, a little cottage cheese and, and, but that's usually when I'd find the, uh, imitation crab and then you'd see a big old mountain of imitation crab on my plate.
0: Man. So I, I grew up going to the sizzler buffet all the time cause kids used to eat for 99 cents. And I feel like I talk about this all the time, but Me even too. as an adult going back, like they would have the dino nuggets and then they have the whole taco bar. So you can load up the dino nuggets with like the carnitas and the nacho cheese, and they got the salsa that has been sitting there for so long that it gets a little fizzy from the fermentation, but it's still probably fine. They got rid of their corn fritters, though. I don't know if anyone knows what the heck I'm talking about. The corn fritters were so good. No, they're gone. I went, I went like so good. two years ago with my grandma, not a corn fritter in sight. So I made spaghetti hard shell tacos, and that was it.
1: Bring back the corn fritter. <laughs> we're going to make a Facebook page for the two of you.
0: Gabriel, you got way more influence than either of us, man. If anyone can bring back the corn fritters to the sizzler, you got it. You know what? Uh, I, I can. That, that's one of my biggest
2: flexes <laughs> is keeping something on a restaurant menu yes. that that's was That's a big flex.
1: That's power, man.
2: That's that's that. That was one of my biggest flexes right there. It's just like, wow, I saved it. <laughs> um, in, uh here in Long Beach, there's a uh, there's a restaurant called Lucille's Barbecue. Yeah, I love and Lucille's. It's a, it's a it's really really good barbecue restaurant. It's been here for like 20 plus years. Really really good. And one of the things that they had on the menu. Uh, that they it, it was like a, a tester item, mm-hmm. which was uh, we're talking about pork rinds. They had uh, chicken skin, uh, so it was like chicken skin, like uh, like chicharrón, mm-hmm. uh, basically yeah. pork rind, but it was it, it wasn't pork. It was chicken, and it was spicy. So they mixed this the spicy oil, and it was like it, 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 you swear you're eating just regular uh, pork rinds, but it was chicken skin, and uh, it was on the menu for a few months, and then I showed up one day and it was gone, <laughs> and I sent a. Uh, uh i sent out a uh, not a tweet i I, I went on instagram and i told a story and i and i tagged them and i said oh my god that was my favorite thing ever that's the reason why i always come here to the restaurant Uh, i can't believe it's gone and what they wound up doing is they uh they said from now on when you come to the restaurant you can order it we're not gonna we're not gonna put it on the menu (laughs) but you can order it and it's in the back just for you and i'm like (gasps) oh my god so uh
0: yeah Absolutely yeah, flexing I on clout. that
1: is some clout. I am imp- color me impressed, Gabriel. That is next level.
0: That's going. That story is going on my mood board, and that's 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 the main
2: reason why I keep going back to Lucille's. I mean, they're always they've always been awesome, good barbecue and stuff. But uh, they, you know, that that's was awesome that they wonderful. did that for
1: me. That customer service, that's wonderful. I would just go for that great customer service, honestly. That's amazing. Also, this opinion of the crab salad and the pork rind gave me indigestion. I cannot. <laughs> this is too fatty it's for good. me. I think I would. But you know what? It's not going to
2: give you.
0: Carbs.
1: Okay, but you know what it would do? I would need to suck on. Let me tell you, I would need to suck on a lemon after I eat this. This is too much for me. I no, can't. there's
0: carbs in lemon. There's technically like two carbs in a lemon. You can't get out have of them.
1: here. Get out of here. You
0: can't have them. There's Let's... sugars in a lemon. You're not going to be keto anymore. The funny thing is though, a lot of these keto snack hacks, whatever. Like, I know some people are doing it for health, but me like, this is the most indulgent thing in the world. You're eating fried pork skin and crab and mayonnaise, which is where I intersect with the keto community where I'm like, you're making a whole sandwich out of a brick of cheese. I'm into that for Have different you seen reasons. those Bell than pepper
1: you. sandwiches, those keto bell different, pepper different sandwiches. Different thing that I'm
0: not so into. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let me read this next opinion. Uh, Alex underscore cord says bread pudding is just a French toast cake.
0: Bread pudding is just a French toast cake. It's like a riddle to get into the, the mine in Lord of the Rings. Wow. Uh,
2: you, you blew me away with, uh, with you know, uh, beef
0: raisin. But this actually, yeah, that's pretty good. That's, I got to agree with that. That's, <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. This is the level of high-minded philosophy you get in the opinions are like casseroles.
1: Yes, and we our have, fans are big brains. We
0: have thousands of these. It's unbelievable the type of stuff someone sends us. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I love I've it. taken bread pudding. I've put that in a Bundt cake mold. I've put it into cupcake molds. Big yeah. on bread pudding because it's like a lazy man's cake and I always have old bread and questionably old eggs. And so that's that's going into bread pudding cake, baby.
1: Mhm. I agree with this. This is a great opinion and this is brilliant. Whoever wrote this... <laughs> Is probably a genius.
0: They're probably like a doctor, like a PhD from yeah. They probably
1: have a PhD or something from
0: like at least like a like Cal State Northridge. Go Matadors! At least go Matadors. Uh, (laughs) Dominguez Hills, man. (laughs) All right, at Wacko Bastard. PB and J, white bread, creamy creamy peanut butter, strawberry jam, dipped in Campbell's chicken noodle soup is one of Earth's greatest gifts. What is the person's name again? This is Wacko Bastard. (laughs) Wacko
2: Bastard. I, I don't even know how you guys picked this guy when you had those first two that were so just next level, uh-huh. like, mind-blowing. Uh-huh. And then you, you brought it right back to the trailer park with multitudes. that one, we Multitudes. We can in multitudes. fans contain
1: multitudes.
0: I'm going to have to disagree with this one. <laughs> okay, but yeah. did you grow up doing, like, a weird thing with food that people would have that opinion about?
2: Well, let me see. Uh, you know, I, I grew up eating stuff like Top Ramen, Spam, mm. uh, you know, beans, rice, um, Shoot, you know different kinds of tortillas, breads. Uh, not nothing really that like, oh wow, you know. I mean, if I made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, I didn't try to dip it in, in any, <laughs> dip it in anything. Um, I mean, I I put bologna on certain things, but not really nothing that that you know, sweet and salty together. Mm. And that just it, you know. Uh-uh. I
0: had I had my thing, like, but not like not on this level. This level, to me, this is not an appealing uh, textural flavor contrast that I would enjoy. I don't think like there were little things like that meant a lot to me as a kid like i would i would microwave a ham and cheese hot pocket every day before school and i would put in a single uh, scrambled egg in the middle and i would just push it in with my fingers so I'm just kind of fingering in a hot pocket. Every I don't know what, what was going on with with ten year old me. That
2: sounds ten times more tempting than wacko bastard. <laughs> yeah, are. it does.
1: Fair
2: enough. Fair, I'm trying to give them you because know, if down. you took out if you took out the peanut butter and jelly jam whatever and it was just the bread bread and that Campbell's soup together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But when you mix those other things, it's like yeah, yeah, no.
1: Yeah, I don't get it. This is like probably a weird thing that they did from childhood mm-hmm. that they still like revert back to when they're feeling sad. This is what I think this opinion is.
0: And that's beautiful, in a way. That To me, that's what food's about, you know? That No, but based on that uh, mixture, he, he is really sad. Yeah, you need some help, wacko bastard. Uh, maybe, you know, uh, find someone to talk to.
1: You can talk to us. We're friendly. <laughs> uh, the grin ate me. My husband adds Alfredo sauce in his spicy ramen. The seasoning packet mixed is in cr- into the creamy alfredo perfectly. I don't know if you guys are big on TikTok and stuff, but recently they started doing mayonnaise in their Top Ramen, mm. and it's been like a crazy viral thing. This is the same exact concept, except it has a little bit of cheese in it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and, and, and no egg. Like this is like a little bit different than the, May- because mayonnaise, hot mayonnaise is the thing that people did not seem to enjoy. I I'm I'm not. fine on it. Gabriel, you seem like you got opinions uh yes yes i do
2: uh you know what uh, i i was doing that way before tiktok so you know i remember earlier i mentioned top ramen i didn't mention the ingredients so yeah sometimes i throw mayonnaise or sour cream or uh you know yeah. in mix mixed it mix it up and then maybe add a little bit of uh, tapatio to it to give it a little spice mm-hmm. and uh you know that that was a that was a meal in itself so Alfredo sauce mixed with top ramen—it's—it's it's basically ghetto pasta. It's—it's it's ghetto pasta. Yeah, makes sense. And I—I uh, I don't see—I don't see a problem with it. That sounds actually really good. That sounds good. And uh, really it's
0: very ma- very MacGyver-ish. <laughs> I mean, I grew up making Trailer Park Pad Thai, where you take you take a little bit of sugar and peanut butter. Oh my god! Sugar yes. and peanut butter and mix it with the top ramen. I would get the spicy shrimp flavor because that got the most citric acid in it. And then I realized yeah. that's what I craved as a kid. It's got that sour bite. I would do the peanut butter and a little bit of sugar in there. Uh, I think I used, like, sweet and low one time when I was – because, I don't know, I was just laying around and my dad put it in his coffee. And so, yeah, like, we all have our little ramen hacks. And that's good eating right there. The peanut butter. That's very inventive. <laughs> Thank you, very sir. Very inventive. Thank you, sir.
2: I love Thai food, especially that, uh, that, that one in particular. And now I'm like, ooh, that's <laughs> – okay. I never thought to try to invent that myself.
1: Josh, it never ceases to amaze me how different we are in our lives, but our foods are almost parallel because I used to put <laughs> – I used to put peanut butter and tapatio in mm. my top ramen, and that's just crazy how similar that is. I can't believe it. Again, my mind has been blown.
0: That's so funny because I, I I mentioned my da- my dad worked at this 99 cent store, and mm-hmm. we would get this. Uh, it was a Thai sweet chili sauce, but it was like more corn syrup than the real Thai Thai sweet chili sauce, and I would put that in yeah. there sometimes too. Yum,
1: yeah, that's Mm-mm-mm. awesome.
0: At Micah J Martinez. In my town, there's a combination Chipotle and Panda Express. Let me tell you, orange chicken and chow mein in a Chipotle burrito will change your life. <coughs>
2: yes, and that needs to happen. Uh, where do I invest in, in a restaurant that, that would do that? Uh, Chipotle and Panda Express. Chipotle and Panda Express, two of my favorite uh, go-tos. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I love both of them. And the idea of, uh, of having a fusion of, of Asian and, and you know Mexican-style you know, uh, orange chicken and a burrito with some... Uh, with some noodles and some rice, mm-hmm. Fire. I, I'm in. I, I haven't seen I'm your in, eyes. Your
0: eyes lit up when we read orange chicken chow mein burrito. <laughs> I saw the joy physically just explode out of you. The
1: glint in your eye.
0: That was beautiful. Um, I, I don't know how to tell you this, but it's happening right now at the Panda Express Innovation Kitchen in Westwood. Nicole, you yes. know what I'm talking about?
1: I sure do know. Oh, I thought it was in Rosemead. Is it in?
0: Is it? Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. It's in Rosemead. Uh, I'm Googling it. <laughs> uh, I have my
2: uh, I have my e- expert fact checker here. What's nice. it even in? <laughs> It's in Pasadena. Pasadena.
1: We were both wrong. Wait, we were both my wrong. dude, you it's brought... It's
2: in Pasadena off Foothill. <laughs> well, now uh, we know. He's already
0: Googling the directions. Wait, is that... See you there. <laughs> is that Juan? Is that Juan? Is Juan doing your fact checking? Yes. Man, Juan, you're the best, dude. You uh, Since minute one, you've just been crushing it on this podcast. Uh, Juan <laughs> is the unsung hero of this podcast. Uh, but yeah, dude, they're they're making orange chicken and chow mein burritos at this Panda Express innovation kitchen. Uh, I'm salivating. They okay, they're good. There's something about the texture of noodles inside a tortilla that like I don't love, but the fried rice. Yeah. The fried rice with the orange chicken, and you get some sort oh, of like wow. a veggie thing that in there. That
1: sounds good. You
0: know what? Juan, Juan has already pulled up the video.
1: <laughs> oh, Juan! oh my god! Do they do they griddle the tort? Because I feel like you have to griddle the
0: tortilla mm. oh, yeah, look- so
1: it doesn't get all mushy. <laughs> oh my god, yo!
0: Dude, they also make they're also making a boba at this Panda Express. God, look at that! My oh. mouth
1: is watering. This is oh
0: great. man, I. So Chipotle, oh <laughs> Chipotle, though, tried to open up their own like Asian restaurant called Shop House.
1: Yeah, they
2: did.
0: Where, but they weren't doing burritos. They were doing bowls. And there was only mm-hmm. one Shop House where you could get it in a burrito. It was on West 3rd. Uh, I was going to say, I went there.
2: Yes. Uh, I wanted to check it out because um, years ago, uh, and here's another, uh, I'll, I'll throw a little flex out there for you. I did a tweet and I talked about how much I love Chipotle mm. and Chipotle sent me an actual Celebrity card <gasps> that allowed me to go to any Chipotle in the world Man. and get free food. Wow! And uh, when I found out that this restaurant, the chop house, had opened up, I, I you know, I, I researched to see if I could use my card there. I would have paid, but I was just <laughs> curious because yeah. Chipotle, Chipotle, the fact that it was a Chipotle yeah, based you got it, I you got wanted it. to see what, what what was all about. Yeah. And so I went, uh, and. It was, it was, it was a, you know, you could, you could see the vibe, the chipotle vibe, Mm. but it was very much, uh, you know, a different experience. Mm. Um, I only ate there, I only ate there once. (laughs) So, uh, it wasn't like they put the two together. It was its own separate Mm. thing. And I just wasn't feeling
0: it. It, It's funny the way that the whole time we've been talking about, you know, what's authentic versus what's not versus what's nostalgic and what we grew up on. Like I I have so much love for, you know, authentic Sichuan cuisine and Cantonese cuisine and, and all this Chinese food out there. But mm-hmm. man, Panda Express it hits, Panda, so like good. orange chicken. There is nothing better on the face of this planet. And so, like you get a company like Chipotle. that's like we're doing authentic Southeast Asian food. And it's like, I don't know, man. I kind of just want the the fried chicken with that with that candy sauce. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. They they did have wraps. Mm. But again, it's just it was it, it
2: was a little bit little
0: bit. <laughs> different, it a wrap
1: a burrito?
2: Find out. But when next... it comes to like a if it's a Chinese place, I, I need I need a little bit of authenticity. Like, unless mm-hmm. unless the cook, the staff is getting yelled at by the server, <laughs> I need to hear the staff getting yelled at. There needs to be some violence in that kitchen. Yeah, I felt that. And then the food I've comes seen. out nice yeah, and yeah. steamy, and then it's quiet. And then you see the gold cat with the with the paw that's going mm-hmm. up and down. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I want a, I want a grandma to start yelling at me when I try and take a picture of the food. That's happened before, and that's an experience that I want. You know, they come out of the back, and they start yelling at me, and I'm like, I apologize, did not mean to offend. Uh, it sounds like we all just need to go get— go get some burritos together. I mean, to me, that's the natural progression of this. I, I know, you know, something in the world has happened to which people cannot freely travel, etc. That's over soon. We we, we got to go travel. We're all in the same area. Gabriel, we'll come to you, man. There's some there's some great spots on hey, Long I'm, Beach. I'm
2: fully vaccinated as of now, and uh, I will be returning to touring very, very soon. Yeah. Uh, but let me tell you, though, it's, you know, some people are going to argue about the whole vaccine thing, but uh, I, I will tell you, I, I have a different level of confidence mm-hmm. now. I'm not afraid to go outside.
0: Yeah. Same. 100%. I mean, Nicole, Nicole, you were the first of us to get vaccinated. Mazel tov.
1: Yeah, I threw. I was like, get vaccinated now. I was like, take yeah. advantage of it.
0: Honestly, you were the driving force. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if this is the time to to spread some pro-vax messaging, but geez, go get vaccinated. I had a, I had a great time. I had to wait around the CVS for 15 minutes after they stuck me to make sure that, you know, nothing bad happened. And I bought, okay. a, I bought a pint of ice cream and I ate some haagen butter pecan, not a sponsor. In my car (laughs) in Echo Park. And I had a lovely time by myself. Um, But yeah, I mean, uh, on that note, uh, I mean, uh, thank you all for listening to A Hot Dog is a Sandwich. And to enjoy more Gabriel Iglesias, you can make plans to see him on stage in Texas this June. Tour details at fluffyguy.com. Gabe, you got anything else to plug? Where can people find you? All that good stuff. I am the easiest person to find
2: on the internet. All you need to do is Google the word fluffy. If you Google the word fluffy, I own the word so I'm the first oh, no. thing that pops up so I challenge you just google the word fluffy I, I I come up before bunnies quilts comforters cotton candy I am the number one fluffy thing on the internet and that took a lot of work
1: you sure are that is epic
2: what about furry if I google furry what happens
0: don't Google furry uh,
2: Furry, that's that yeah that's, that's not' don't you. And don't, and whatever you do don't whatever you do don't Google fluffer that's a completely different Job descriptions. So uh, they
0: need them, but they're in demand. And now that the they pandemic, are very much in demand yes, yes, yes. and and very much
2: underappreciated. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But you know, uh, but hopefully they'll unionize and 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 there'll be uh you know more work for everyone. But uh whatever the case, you guys, thank you so much. This was a lot of fun. uh Anytime I get to talk about things other than just stand up, it's, it's 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 always an experience. Um, I stand by my flower choice and I look forward to trying out some of these restaurants you talked about I'm gonna reach out to my buddy uh, chef Wesley now since uh you know, we got the confirmation right here, and I'm going to go see if I can give me some more of them uh, swordfish tacos.
0: Oh, please do, man. I'll, I'll be right behind you. Me too. All right, uh, Gabriel, thank you so much, man. I mean, uh, honestly, we could tell how much you love food and yes. everything. The, just the light in your eyes uh, was absolutely beautiful. And if you want to hear more mm-hmm. from us here in the Mythical Kitchen, we've got new episodes for you out every Wednesday.
1: If you want to be featured on Opinions You Like Casseroles, you can hit us up on Twitter at MythicalChef or and Handy's Audit with the hashtag OpinionCasserole.
0: And of course, if you want to share pictures of your dishes, hit us up on Instagram at MythicalKitchen. And please... Google fluffy and not fluffer although thank you Gabriel for taking half yes. your time to plug <laughs> your new tour by just plugging uh, the fluffers of the world unionizing because that's important Amen. too both are really important Special. <laughs> thank you guys